0: Welcome to Sacred Exploration with Lisa Tremont Oda. Are you making the most of your experience as a spiritual being in physical form? Do you want to live with greater levels of peace and integrity? Today, Lisa and her guests will help you discover, uncover, and recover what's missing in yourself. Now, here's your host, Lisa Tremont Oda.
1: Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Sacred Exploration on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. I'm your host, Lisa Tremont Ota, and I'll tell you, saying that means something different today, because today my guest is Rachel Flower, who does numerology, so there's a lot to be said in the name, as we're going to find out shortly here, and um, I have had the great pleasure of having Rachel do a reading for me, so I've been clued in a little bit, but I know that it was uh, something that I had never really spent much time learning about before. I I know that there is something to numerology. But again, it's just not one of my sacred explorations until very recently. So I want to thank you to the program for joining us here today. Um, I have completed my first pilot series. And it was a great success with many thanks to you, our listeners. Um, We're attracting listeners, not only in the United States, but across the globe. And I'm so so excited about that because the fact of the matter is uh, sacred exploration radio is intended to unite us and to celebrate our authenticity as human beings on this planet and to take advantage of and celebrate those uh, aspects of being human that really in many cases are free to us and available to all of us but that largely go underutilized and um, we just don't we don't support what's available to us as much as we possibly could. So, thank you. Um, Please look for us on Facebook, Sacred Exploration Radio. You can just add yourself as a member and invite your friends to do the same. And you can also check us out at Imperfectly Vegan on Facebook. You might have to look for us right now. There's a couple of us up there, but um, you'll recognize my logo. So, um, with that, I just wanna move on and introduce our guest today because there's so much to be shared with you. Rachel. Welcome to the program.
2: Hey, Lisa. Oh, it's so lovely Great to hear your to
1: voice. Well, Rachel has that lovely uh, foreign voice, foreign to us in, in the United States here. And um, it really reflects her gentle spirit. So uh, very excited to have you here and to talk about numerology.
2: Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to get into it. We had a lot of fun in our reading, didn't we? We sure
1: did. We sure did. That was a real gift, and (laughs) and, um, I learned so much and learned about myself, and I'm actually noticing it present in my life. Um, Today was an amazing day, and I thought of you and what you had shared with me frequently. (laughs) So, Mm. um, (laughs) yeah, it's really something. Can you give us uh, an overview of of what it's all about?
2: Yes, it's saying the host has stopped my camera, so it won't let me. Apparently, I'm meant to be invisible. I'll be this mysterious voice from the void.
1: That's fine for now. We'll work on it. Do
2: interpretive dance to you know to the words I'm saying. How's that? That sounds great. We'll do. <laughs> we'll do. Is there anything else I'm meant to do at this end though? Because it doesn't seem to want to go. I mean.
1: Well, I think we'll just keep speaking and um since it is a radio show primarily and then the rest we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So go ahead if you would and just give us an overview of um of numerology.
2: Well, you know, a lot of pe- there's a many different systems of numerology. There's this one that I was not familiar with before. I got introduced to it i know about five years ago four or five years ago and it's related not to our normal alphabet where we've got a equals one and b equals two and many people are familiar with that Mm -hmm. as a numerology system but this system translates the phonetic sound of your name into hebrew glyphs and these hebrew glyphs already are numbers and so we go f- with a system that goes only up to 22 because that's many that's how many glyphs there are and um it's just comes at it from a different angle but it's you know there's so many beautiful systems out there this is just one so when you I say phonetic
1: haven't... i'm just curious like so my name lisa has an i in it and it has an e sound but if my name was lillian that I would have an is sound. Does that make a difference?
2: Um, yes. Oh. And, 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 and yet um, it, it's a little more complicated to try and, and begin there mm-hmm. in a way, just because um, it so relates to the, the, the certain letters and combinations of letters, not just the one on its own sometimes. And so it, it takes that into account. Okay. And um, I just got introduced to it uh, several years ago uh, through somebody that I was working with. And um, it quickly became a very potent system for me to use in my work with people,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: personal change and and business stuff. It just just somehow, it added a precision to the process of helping people get clear about what matters and, and, you know... um, understanding better the things that hold them back and why and how to deal with them and that sort of thing.
1: And additive to something like astrology, which is based on our birth time and place, this is our birth name, and yes. do they generally resonate with each other or yes, complement? and that's what's and, so
2: amazing. Yeah. I mean, this system, it will come from, I think you can see me now, right? You should be able to. I can see no. me on the video, so there we go. Good. Good. <laughs> um, But yes, I've noticed that I've done hundreds and hundreds of readings over the years. And what I've noticed is that when people have done their astrological chart, which comes from very different information, you know, I'm just using the sound and the name, and they're using the space-time coordinates of your birth. And yet somehow that all correlates and people will go, oh my gosh, it's validating. It might come at it from a different angle, but it's just, that's one thing that fascinates me. It seems like a great big beautiful, geometric, you know, sacred geometry sort of puzzle. Well,
1: let me show our, our listeners the image. This was from mine. Yes, you get right? this nice,
2: um, yeah, nice six-pointed star with the numbers around the outside. And I can explain a little bit more about what all of that means um, in a bit. But I suppose maybe the, just the one premise we can really begin with, and this might surprise some people, is that your parents didn't choose your name. You did. Hmm. You chose it through them. They thought, and it is something to wear. You don't have to take my, you know, take it as gospel, but explore the idea that you chose your name. And then that's a series of vibrations that act like a kind of homing signal for you um, when you're just going through life. And over time, if we get curious, we can decode those frequencies and actually learn about ourselves more deeply. Mm -hmm. The things that we actually wanted to set in motion, but we kind of forgot. We didn't have the Rosetta Stone.
1: Right. Well, that's very shamanic. And on, on this program, we talk about shamanism quite a bit and, and how yeah. we, are, we have many parts to ourselves and that we want to uncover and recover the lost and hidden parts of ourselves and discover those parts which we had never been aware of before.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Great. Exactly. I love it. So and then what happens when, or I don't know, I don't want to jump ahead if you want to explain something else. Um, I'm curious, like so many of us women especially come in with our birth name that you say we've chosen, but then we choose to change it if we get married. yes Um, Does that change what happens there?
2: Yes, it does have an influence. And so another principle on which this really through which this works is that you have your birth name and generally that's going to be the most kind of foundational potent thing that you came in with okay Okay. but all of us um actually or most of us have what we call a common name as well which might be our name without our middle name Mm -hmm. like for example you know my middle name was jane but my common name is rachel flower okay so that acts like a layer of ace of icing if you think of your birth name being like a um, a, a cake, then there's like a, any new name would be like a layer of icing, and then that sort of grows thicker over time. And the same thing then happens if we get married and change a name, if we change our name spontaneously, which some people do. And many people can talk about the phenomenon of life kind of changing a little when they do change a name. Hmm. And it's not. Well, I guess maybe, that would make
1: sense, right? I mean, yes. you change your name for a reason because there's usually some transition happening.
2: You know, I think of it. You know, when you go to some, let's say you go to a posh restaurant or the theater or something, you want to dress up. You wear a ball gown. You feel very different than when you're wearing, you know, sweat sweatshirts and and gym shoes. And and the name you, it kind of shifts your behavior. You feel different. And when you wear it for a long time, and you also have it. Represented in various different ways in your life you know and your credit cards and your 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 business business and your cards and however you present yourself to the world if it's consistent, you're starting to put a clearer right. kind of there's an energetic to that
1: like taking so a picture happen. of the cake so that you can remember it forever <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's fun. I mean, what I love is that many times we change a name and, and it, it allows us to explore new frequencies, perhaps more consciously um, mm-hmm. if we choose, because it does bring in with it different frequencies. And, and sometimes I'll look at people's numbers in relationships, too, because I can look at how these people may resonate or you know create friction in the relationship. Um, it's kind of interesting to see that look at teams. Like a com- comp- composite families. chart,
1: composite yeah. birth name chart. Uh huh.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And it, you know, there's a lot of wisdom can come out of that. And it's not like you have to go change your name in order to get on with somebody, but there's a consciousness that can come with, Oh, I see his fives are playing up right now. My threes are kind of pushing here a little bit. You know, there's, there's a kind of way to be more conscious about what's going on in that interaction and and then that in itself creates a change in the dynamic.
1: And what happens if, a, for example, my middle name is Diane, and unfortunately, the, the my aunt for whom that middle name comes, passed away recently. Does that yes. shift the energy in a name, especially no. when you're taking it from someone?
2: No. I mean, uh, that's more of an internal shift, depending on how close you are to that person, mm-hmm. but no, it's it is the sound of the name. Okay.
1: So you're really you're um, putting out this vibration and when people say your name or you say your name, it's vibrational. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean if you think about it, you know, when you've been to a party and maybe there's three people with the same name and somebody's quietly whispering in the corner that name and then those three people kind of like, you know, you you hear it because there's a certain It it, it acts like a homing signal, I think. And in some ways, we know there's something deeper to it. I mean, we're used to answering to our name. It's a a simple surface thing. But on a deeper level, there's something going on. We're being reminded again and again of certain frequencies. And these frequencies are, let's say, themes that we came to explore in this, this time around. And you know at some point, I can um share with you a little bit more about what the numbers mean around that star you know when we when we translate your name into that uh into those numbers
1: okay and um I guess it, it, a lot of people in, the, in who are spiritually minded will often choose their own spiritual name right that's yeah. what they call it, their spiritual name so Those type of people, I imagine, might contact you, someone like you, to help them assess whether the name they received is an appropriate name, or maybe even to determine the name that they want for their spiritual name? You know,
2: all of the above, Yeah, Um, actually, yeah, because people um, very often are looking to make sure that that name doesn't kind of add any more weird energies, you know, they're trying to free themselves, they don't want to trap themselves. Right, right. And, you know, it, unwittingly, sometimes people do choose names that don't serve them. And and I can, I've looked at that, you know, with some people and, and we've, you know, we've explored maybe different ways to spell that name because it does, you know, you can tweak things a little. We, we call it name optimization, which is when you can actually help somebody find the, the way to present that name in the right, you know, series of letters and and then sounds so that it actually does bring the frequencies that they're looking for.
1: Makes great sense. Well, we're going to go to a commercial break right now. And when we get back, we'll continue the exploration of numerology. So stay tuned. I'm Lisa Tremont Ota. That's my name. And you're listening to Sacred Exploration Radio.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: We have relationships with people in our lives, but arguably our relationship with food is the most intimate, dynamic, and enduring of them all. You can nourish your relationship with food and the planet Purchase your copy of The Sacred Art of Eating, Healing Our Relationship with Food, written by Lisa Tremont Oda. A registered dietitian, nutritionist, and shamanic soul coach, Lisa can help you heal your relationship with food. The Sacred Art of Eating is available on Amazon.com, SacredExploration.com, and ImperfectlyVegan.com. Do you remember your dreams? Not exploring your dream life is like receiving a gift but not opening it. Join Lisa Tremonota and Lisa Ferrer this April for an interactive workshop series that will help make your goals and dreams become results in your business and personal life. To register or to find out more, call 925-497-2529 or email sacredexploration at gmail.com. Space is limited in this highly interactive workshop series. So call today and learn how you can make your dreams come true. That's 925-497-2529
3: or email exploration at gmail.com.
0: You are listening to Sacred Exploration. To reach Lisa or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to sacredexploration at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Sacred Exploration on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. I'm Lisa Tremont Ota, and we are talking about what is in a name, so Rachel was giving us an overview before the break, and um, now Rachel, I'm wondering, can you you know I'll show this picture again, but if you could yeah. maybe share with us a little bit about these different categories that our name helps us to right. understand
2: so what what happens I mean I to with my glasses here um, I put them down somewhere <laughs> okay, so um what what this is firstly, the the numbers, the letters get translated into numbers, right? through yep. this phonetic sound in the into the Hebrew. And then those those numbers get put around a star. And that star is made of three uh, two triangles, right? And for each triangle you have three points, one point is karma, one point is talent, and one point is goals. Right. And we have a triangle for physical karma, talent and goals and a triangle for spiritual karma, talent and goals. So we have karmic pieces. We could call those life challenges, life lessons, that that sort of thing. Okay, And we all have them. And. Many people, they become our gifts back to the people that we serve in the world. Because if we've overcome something hard, that becomes like, well, if I can do it, so can you, kind of thing. And so these are like the sand in the oyster shell for us all. Then we have talent numbers, and those talent numbers are um, things that come easier to us, things that like um, skills, gifts, um, proclivities, you know, ways of being in the world. And, you know, how some people are very decisive and some people are very easy to get on with and things like that. You know, we all have these different skills. And so you have two talent, two pairs of talent numbers, you know, on a physical and a spiritual level. And then we have goals. And those goals are kind of where we're going in our life, where we're headed, the things that we're stepping into. And then some people might say, well, is this a predictive tool? You know, does this tell me that i'm going to be rich and famous or a bag lady on the street you know what do you what can it tell you about the future and it's not really a predictive tool in that sense it's more that you are looking at the themes that are important to you the themes that you're exploring in this lifetime and some people have lots and lots of different numbers and some people are very focused on certain numbers. And after looking at people's charts, you know, for many years and lots of different kinds of people, I start to see patterns. You know, I see patterns in the ways, in certain configurations of numbers and certain things that lead people to step into certain kinds of career or whatever. But it's it's more about this internal landscape that you then get to express out there in the world. But it's so cool to understand those numbers a little more clearly, because then you actually have a sense of, oh, no wonder I'm all scattered and, and this and that, or no wonder I you know I can't I just get on with everyone and I'm just kind of, I got to gather people together all the time. You know, there's, there's certain themes that come up. Then you have another pair of numbers in the middle and that's called your, um, your soul destiny number. And really what that is, is the theme that kind of runs through everything. It's like that links everything together for you, that brings everything together. And as you work through and, you know, upgrade, let's say all the numbers as you're living and becoming more conscious and bringing out the best and most expanded form of those numbers, what then happens is you start to really live into your soul destiny more okay. deeply. mm mm-hmm. Right, because two people could have the same names and the same lots of numbers, and one could be a catch potato, eating Twinkies and you know watching MTV, and and the other person gets on with their life and does something. It's it's not what you got necessarily; it's how you're using it. But it's great to also know.
1: Right, that's exactly know, again with what, what perfect alignment with the radio show, because we're talking. Yeah. That's exactly it: is that we have access to so much, and we're just not utilizing it as fully as we yeah. could. And you're helping us to do that with our names, our birth names. Okay, it's a lot of
2: fun. yeah.
1: <laughs> so I didn't mean to cut you off. I just oh, got excited no about that. well,
2: i was I was sharing with you you know, the essence of this chart. And some people then say, well, why does each one have a pair of numbers? Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't. You know, it's too kind of hard to see the chart. I don't think it translates very well on the screen especially if people are watching on their phones and everything. But you know, really- I just
1: posted actually on Facebook, oh! I posted my chart, which made me remember, too, that awesome. I keep saying, you know, when I sign off for break that I'm Lisa Tremont Ota, but the fact of the matter is you did my reading on my birth name, which, as people will see from the chart, is Lisa Diane Tremont.
2: Oh, there you go. So, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. And, um, you know, and, and, and actually, so you, we get these pairs of numbers, but always – it's going to be less than 20 22 and if a number is more than 10 and 10 or more then we add it uh, add up the digits and then the number on the right hand side will be the sum total of those digits so 10 and 1 you got 10 10 is consists of 1 and 0 and then that reduces to 1 because if you add 1 and 0 it makes 1 mm-hmm. um, those that can't see the screen, some of that won't necessarily make sense. So but,
1: here, for example, for f- my physical goals, in the first column, it's 22. So 2 plus 2 is 4, which is what's on the right that, column. So then
2: it's 22-4. And what that means is when it's not a double number, like 8-8 eight, eight doesn't reduce, right? You've got 8, and 8 adds up to 8. But the 22-4, it means you have a span between two different frequencies there. You've got the 22 and the 4, and each one has its own vibration. So sometimes people have lots of kind of different numbers, and there are kind of there's a there's a broad spectrum that they're exploring this time around.
1: It's fascinating. Okay, well,
2: I mean maybe maybe Lisa, just to kind of bring some context for this, Mm -hmm. you know, what about if you share something that you realized from your chart, and you know, sure, is this a good time to do that? Sure, sure. Um, Well, for me, looking at it,
1: right. so, again, it is there on Facebook. I'll I'll hold it up here again one more time, mm-hmm. um, if you can see that. But, you know, one thing – well, Rachel told me so many things, and I guess a lot of what I got out of this was affirmation for pa- past decisions I've made in regard to my life and for the future direction, which I imagine for myself for the most part – And there was a lot around empowerment. I mean, that was one of the things like here I am on the empowerment channel and both that there's a lot in there. And I forget the numbers. You'll have to remind me. Well, I can
2: share it with you. right now. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Great. So your soul destiny numbers is nine, nine, double nine in, in the soul destiny. So basically it means that this is a theme, which everything kind of revolves around like duh, that you should intuitively somehow land on that name. It makes perfect sense because that's really important to you. And as you work through these other numbers and and kind of upgrade and claim them, you know, just really wear them in their most expanded form, then you live into that destiny more. And I always share with people, you know, your talent numbers are the ones that help kind of siphon the other numbers into Um, their fullest form, you know. Right,
1: and I think you said, so my physical talent numbers are eight, which reduces down to eight, which was very intuitive, I recall you saying, and uh, that's exactly where I'm at, where, uh, well, then then we also said empowerment channel, like being a channel for the divine, that's always been my personal intention, that I want to be a channel for the divine, and you said, oh my gosh, like that just, that (laughs) aligns so beautifully, magically, with the way the numerology had come out. And it really affirms for me because my challenge is really owning that. Like I know it to be true. And more and more, uh, you know, even in regard to the senses that I shared with you that my boys are like, Mom, you know, you just smell things and see things and hear things that other people don't. And so I just I, you know, this helps me to claim that more to own it.
2: Yeah. And not doubt it. Exactly. And, and, you know, the, the great thing is that and num- that's, that's a talent for you. So it's more accessible, you know, in that sense. That, that, um, but we all have to, when, when I work with somebody, I'm always having to sort of talk with them and assess where they are in that spectrum because every number has its more contracted form, just like in astrology, and, and uh, you know, with the, with the various aspects and everything. Mm-hmm. And it has its expanded form. And the more conscious we are and the more we understand how to work with those numbers, to channel that energy in a positive way. It just brings a certain precision to this process of, you know, growth without having to bring in necessarily techniques or things, you know, it's just like a an awareness, you know, for example, um, you know, there's a, we talked for you about this uh, two energy as well, this looking at things from new perspectives and, and movement, you know, all the things that have shifted and moved in your life, to gain that life experience, which gives you a certain resiliency, which will. And that I want
1: to be a hippie gypsy moving
2: forward, <laughs> like right. moving a lot. Well, yeah. and look at your name, Explorations, right. Sacred Explorations. This is your 22, right? This is your 20 is a number for movement. And... And it's also about moving from war to peace, like coming to a space of peace. But but generally folks with this number and you've got it in a talent position, there's lots of things that, to change and experience and explore in the world. And then you develop this resiliency that goes along with the two. And you develop also lots of ways of looking at life from new perspectives. And, and that's like sacred explorations couldn't be a better, you know, Description of exactly what 22 is. <laughs> it ages.
1: kind of makes you wonder, like, you know, when we come into this life with our name and our birth date, and are we just kind of almost trying to catch on to the truth of ourselves? And,
2: you know, I think Bread breadcrumbs everywhere. There's breadcrumbs everywhere, but we're too distracted and overwhelmed and stressed, many of us, um, to, you know, catch those little things that are right there in front of us to receive to receive right hiding in plain sight and um i often remember those pictures you know i don't know if when you were growing up but i had these those three-dimensional kind of um 3d pictures that you could look at and you wouldn't see anything and then suddenly you just your eyes relax or something happens and then this dolphin's jumping out of the right 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 and and i think the same i think is, is going on now with with many ways for us portals windows to look at ourselves and to 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 you know go within but we shouldn't get too caught up in the finger you know that's pointing but actually what is it pointing to Mm -hmm. and and so i think i always say to folks that that come to me for readings i say take everything with a really healthy dose of himalayan salt (laughs) that you know this it's not like we're trying to categorize or label or predict but what we're doing is 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 just pulling back some of the, the covers and the, you know, dusting things off and helping things get clearer that on some level you probably already knew and you're like, dot, but you were too distracted to see. And to me, this is a, a tool because to to help people just like, Oh yeah, no wonder. And then you see the breadcrumbs.
1: Right. Well, and like then, I said, it's then- very affirmative. And then it also, I feel like even in the the little bit of time since you did my reading, when certain yeah. things come up, I can say, wow, well, that really resonates with what Rachel had said about my numerology, and it gives me yeah. confidence to move forward in that way that maybe I wouldn't have had so much confidence.
2: Right, and that's, I, I hear that again and again and again from people. You know, many times they get an inkling, they get a, they get a sense, an, an intuition, and, and then they don't follow it or whatever, and then they wonder 10, 20 years later why they're miserable, you know, I've had so many folks who've been like almost looking for permission to do something that on some deep level they knew they wanted to do. But they didn't do it. And then right. they just covered it up with blankets and numbed it and, you know, basically dumbed it down so they couldn't hear it anymore. Because
1: so often these things that are so monumental in our lives, so transitional, do require us to take a leap of faith. they, yes. they, they, they come in in subtle form. Yes,
2: Yeah. yes. Yeah, and there can be that moment of shift where your eyes adjust and suddenly there's something there that you didn't see. And it's like, oh my gosh. And I've had, so many people have had those kind of light bulb moments Mm -hmm. when it's like, you know, I could see that they're meant to be an artist and they've been denying it for 20 years, you know, or I could see that they're here to teach something and they've been saying that they're not a good communicator, but you know, I can see it. I can see the numbers. And and it's it's liberating often for people to right, feel that so it's that like, permission
1: right permission and it's it's not as though just because we have these numbers that we automatically have everything in place. There's a lot of growth that this indicates our charts. Yes,
2: and again, it comes with awareness. I think my favorite word on the planet actually is presence. Um, because really that is everything at the core. And if this can lead people to become more present in their life,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, it certainly has me and many folks that I know. Um, it, it's just, it, it's a little bit like a Rosetta Stone for the soul, I think, in, in a way, or, you know, to, to sort of decode some of the stuff that we are to maybe out there to see within, And this is kind of a way of kind of reminding us, oh, look, look at here, look here, just like, you know, other amazing tools like astrology and things like that.
1: Well, so to use your cake analogy, and and so if our birth name is like the cake, the foundational part of the cake, and then we do get married um, and change our name. I mean, I I guess I'm wondering, like, is there something to be said for more women not changing their names and holding on to the foundation? But then there's not the icing and then there's
2: no, no, it's not even about that. It's it's might be really beneficial for somebody to take on that name. And actually, you know, I I worked with a wonderful gay couple and they were trying to decide whose name to take. (laughs) right? Right. To see what was the best. And you know what was really cool when I worked with both of them? For one, it was one way round because they decided to do a hyphenated name with both of their names. For one, it was one way round, and for the other, it was the other way round. And it was just, like, completely poetic. It was lovely.
1: And do, so, does the numerology come out the same, whether you have one? No, per, no? no, it's oh. not
2: just the, the addition of the numbers. It's It's where they are because yeah. we put them around the star, and there are resources that I can turn you to at the end where you can learn more and you know, and actually even to the point of being able to do your own chart or at least, you know, have a sense of it. Um, so you can kind of see visually maybe what we're talking about, those of you that are taught, yeah, listening. Well, I guess so,
1: so too, because they have different first names. So yeah, right, might make sense. Well, it's sense not for... just
2: that, but, it, but it's also, it's not just about the sum total of all the letters. It's where they are. So when you put another name first, you've changed that completely. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing changes. Right. But then somebody asked me a really interesting question. They said, if somebody... Um, has the same name as you how similar are they you know and I talked about that earlier with the Twinkies analogy and the other person that gets up off the couch and does stuff but my sister-in-law has the same common name as me she married my brother and she became Rachel Flower as well and you know what's been really interesting you know we're, we're about the same age we look like sisters but what's really interesting is that we've I've noticed that we have become more similar. (laughs) You know, there's certain things that that have, you know, like we've we've learned from each other, Mm -hmm. and and obviously that that goes along with relationships too. But wow, it's it's an interesting convergence, anyway. And I mean, it's it's fun. I I like like I said, you know, try it and see. For many people, like you, you didn't know what you were getting into, did you? And then
1: right, right, and and and. you, you do this also for business names, correct?
2: Yes, yes, yeah. You see, a business is also, in some ways, it's almost like a being. It has an energetic. It's got, a, it's got an identity, you know, your brand. And you sit at the core of your brand, okay? And there's something that me and uh, my business partner at Brooks Cole, we are calling brand resonance, which is that resonant. It, it's, it's really something that speaks to you, that speaks to your people, that resonates, And when you get the name in alignment with you and your core values and the numbers that you're kind of exploring and the themes for you in this life, and when those line up with the names of the business and then the URL that you choose and then the tagline and then the legal entity name and whatever else, when all these things are stacked in in alignment, it's kind of like the stars align. You Hmm. know, it's it's like energetic. We know the difference between resonating and something not so um that's the same with a business and I've na- I've helped a lot of people name their business and I've helped a lot of people just even if it already had a name we look at what does that name mean and how resonant is it with their business or we look at project names or book titles or Um, even characters in books. I've had authors wanting to name their characters in their novels. So
1: they might want their character to have a name of somebody that's really, really challenged and may not, right? Yes. (laughs) Right, to be the nemesis or
2: something. You know, there's a certain authenticity to that then in the sense of, The energetics of
1: it. All right. Well, we got to run to commercial break. Time is flying by, as always. Um, So stay tuned. Stay with us. I'm Lisa tremont Ota, and you're listening to Sacred Exploration.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We have relationships
0: with people in our lives, but arguably, our relationship with food is the most intimate, dynamic, and enduring of them all. You can nourish your relationship with food and the planet. Purchase your copy of The Sacred Art of Eating, Healing Our Relationship with Food, written by Lisa Tremont Oda. A registered dietitian, nutritionist, and shamanic soul coach, Lisa can help you heal your relationship with food. The Sacred Art of Eating is available on Amazon.com, sacredexploration.com, and imperfectlyvegan.com. Do you remember your dreams? Not exploring your dream life is like receiving a gift but not opening it. Join Lisa Trimanota and Lisa Ferrer this April for an interactive workshop series that will help make your goals and dreams become results in your business and personal life. To register or to find out more, call 925-497-2529 or email sacredexploration at com. Space is limited in this highly interactive workshop series. So call today and learn how you can make your dreams come true. That's 925-497-2529. Or email sacredexploration at
3: gmail.com.
0: You are listening to Sacred Exploration. To reach Lisa or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to sacredexploration at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Sacred Exploration on Voice America's Empowerment Channel, and I am Lisa Tremont Ota born as Lisa Diane Tremont, which is important to know uh, the difference here. So uh, my guest is Rachel Flower. Rachel is a numerologist, and she's also known as the Name Whisperer, which I just love. I think that's a great, um, and I'm sure you did the numerology on on I the Name actually, Whisper. I did.
2: I see really good number. It must be
1: fabulous. <laughs> right. It's perfect. It's perfect. Right. So we were talking about the use of... Um, seeing someone like you seeing you someone like you who can help us um, determine an appropriate business name to help us ensure success and and outreach and align with what our brand is about
2: yes yes and and just to finish that what we were talking about last time you know in businesses often people you know they want to be very pragmatic right it's not just about having a nice name that feels good but it's also like does it translate and and um, you can actually do tests to look at the open rate of emails, for example. There have been proven tests to show that this numerological system can help predict wow. attractivity, you know, things like that. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Does it get
1: kind of addictive? Do you just want to, like, yes. do the numerology on everything? Yes,
2: yes, a hundred times. You know, I've, I've had times where I've blown the system because I've got this, I've access to this um, software as a practitioner of this system, which is called a soul contract reading. And we could also call them business soul contract readings. Um, but I have access to this software and sometimes I'm tweaking and tweaking and trying and I'm getting these tagline ideas and lights are going on and I'm testing out. And now they've limited the number of names that you can have in one particular batch. <laughs> Cause people like me would go nuts with it. <laughs> right. You know? So. Right. Yeah. It's fun. It is addictive because I think it's like a, it's an instant feedback loop. I can quickly see um, and eliminate or choose things that work or don't work. Mm-hmm. You know, it it, it kind of helps bypass some of my otherwise maybe um, you know I could get too kind of caught up in things, and so it helps me be much more, a bit more digital about my choices sometimes.
1: Right. Well, and we've talked a lot about um, determining whether or not to change your name upon marriage. Yeah. I imagine a lot of people come to see you in regard to selecting a baby name well, baby but, but then again, you yeah. said that as an inf we choose our own names coming in. So what about is right. that? Isn't that interesting? So how's so that what's work
2: really going on there? That's a great question. I mean, it's a really good question. I, you know, and it's, I think on a deeper level, it's just it's all part of the game to give the illusion that the parents are choosing the name we are never in control as parents it's such an illusion (laughs) i know and i mean and it's it's just a fun game but it it is uh, and it's bringing more consciousness to that process but at the end of the night end of the game you're in the womb going lisa lisa Lisa," (laughs) on some level and um you know there's a frequency about that and there's a sense of home about it um And and I mean that's so. Well, I guess you could
1: imagine, like, if parents were taught, you know, uh, considering different names, and then one partner might respond to the suggestion, maybe not so positively, or and then the baby might pick up on that, the level of enthusiasm, or like, "Eh, I don't think so, and then (laughs) right.
2: I think it's very interesting. I think also it's it's something to be felt into. You know, Mm -hmm. my 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 um passion for this and and, and love for this comes from just watching so many people have the lights come on and and for something really open up for them you know i've had people that really um kind of confused or blocked or stuck and then just kind of you know paralyzed in their choice making and and just to have like this remove a few kind of pebbles from the log jam or whatever and things start shifting things start moving through and sometimes it's just that permission piece or it's a clarity piece or it's a validation piece um and it and it may be that there's been other things that have contributed to all of that and then it's just this last log that just needed to move and then things start moving and i, I just find that um you know it, it it, it adds a potency to that process of being able to be motivated to go right. for something, you know, and I've seen people who, you know, it's 70 years old, discovered a passion for art and really went for it, you know, instead of of going, Oh, well, I'm too old. And it's like, well, no, look at the numbers. It's, and it's like, Oh my gosh, I have to do that. And then it, it sort of opens up something inside of them. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful process. And, and, you know, and I, I was working with this young lad the other day and he'd, he'd broken up from, well, his girlfriend had broken up from him and he was traumatized, you know, in a way. And we sat there and as we went through the numbers and we actually looked at the numbers with him and his girlfriend and there was, it, everything that was going on, kind of, he could see the sense of it and he realized why it wasn't a fit, hmm. um, et etc. et cetera. So it was very validated and didn't get her back And it. You know, he didn't necessarily go off and spin around a mountain and sing songs, but he was... Relief
1: right well it's objective it's like a third party yes. who can give a, yeah. an impression of your relationship and it doesn't have exactly. to be so emotional because exactly. it's yep. in the numbers yep. exactly mm. what are some of the biggest uh transformations you've had amongst your clients who have done this with you
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to just start firstly with my own, because that to me was where this began, you know, in the sense of why I'm so passionate about this. And then that energetic kind of translates in into the work that I do. But I was um, working with a a client who happened to do this system and I was doing some messaging and copywriting for the business, you know, stuff and um, story coaching. And she did a reading for me it blew me out of the park. And it was like, it it just knocked my socks off. I said, this is incredible. I love it. I want to learn this because it brought so much clarity. I was in the process of kind of rebranding and restructuring and moving my own, you know, life forward in a different way. And it gave me a lot of clarity. And then I said, I need to learn this. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And I've, I've, you know, it's complex, you know, you go through layers of teaching. It's not just a, you know, we can workshop. There's many, many levels to it. And a lot of experience. But the great thing is that, um, you know, it, it added that, that it was like a cherry on top of everything else I was doing and brought it all together. Mm-hmm. And then it, it helped me build partnerships and, with people and, and form new relationships. And um, it's just become a, it, it's become a huge piece of what I do on the planet.
1: Well, that's it on the planet, too. You yeah. know, again, the, the human outreach that everybody has a birth name.
2: So this is a tool that everybody
1: could could take advantage of.
2: Yeah. And then just, you know, to speak to a couple of experiences of other people, you know, one woman who was 70 and she was really in the process of going through a massive life transition and was really kind of confused and and lost. And, um, you know, after one session, she's kind of holding a paintbrush, basically, and raring to go. And, and, and we've stayed in touch and she's doing beautifully. She's, she's doing her art. She's getting out in the world in a way. She's not just sitting down and waiting for her life to end. When she was in a really bad place and she just didn't have somebody, maybe just in that moment, mm-hmm. reflecting back who she was and what was really important. And, it, and, and then this guy that had the breakup with his girlfriend, I mean, He was crying with relief.
1: Well, and I would think that I've I've gifted to my boys um, astrology sessions, and this would be another type of thing that I would imagine would be really great for young people because, yes, you could find out about it, like, at my age or the 70-year-old woman, but if you could tap into this stuff earlier in your life when you're making decisions about college and directions and careers, it would be really helpful
2: Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and I look it back at my own life, and and I think, you know, I wished I'd had had tools like this. I mean, I've worked with many different modalities over the years, and healing, and massage, and body work, and meditation, and all these sorts of things. And and this just, I think, we, there's it comes back to resonance. There's many yeah. different ways of going within, and this was one that just helped me, but it also helped me. Support others in getting that clarity and that drive to, you know, get back in their own groove in their life. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of the time, you know, the other piece, remember I shared about those two triangles, the spiritual and the physical. Right. What happens with many of us when we hit sort of, you know, a midlife or whatever we term, that the term is for having been around for a few decades and stuff starts to not make sense anymore. <laughs> Often, and we start questioning, and the things that used to work don't work anymore. Well, there's actually a numerological reason for that too, because as if we have not yet completed working through some of the karmic pieces and and upgrading the physical. Um, the numbers in our physical chart it's like the spiritual is trying to come online but it can't yet because there's unfinished business so it will throw a few sort of um wrenches in the in the spokes to get us to to listen and it you know might cause us to fall flat on our face you know how many people kind of really have had that happen oh uh, you know lately many of the folks i know and that confusion and that unclarity which is really an important part of the the growth process and the evolution process. Um, I just found this a helpful tool mm-hmm. to help make sense of things without it being a thing and another doing. It's more of an awareness. Mm-hmm. I think. And that's that's again what I like about it. There's a certain clarity. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, these numbers. And you know, for example, if somebody has a lot of sixes and there's all this creativity that can get very scattered and there's things that we can do to help channel that energy. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, there's, Each number comes with an energetic and a recommendation of how to work with it.
1: Well, and one of the things you did um, as well after the reading was to provide like a, a guidance system that you can listen to when you go to bed at night or when you wake up in the morning or at any time to reinforce some of the messages yeah. and invitations that are in the numerology towards growth.
2: Yes, each number also has a symbol that goes with it and really there's a transmission when, when a reading is happening it's not just information and just like with you lisa i said you know listen to it again you know you're receiving not just it's not from me to you there's something much bigger going on you're getting a transmission an energetic frequency transmission that is related to you in particular and your frequencies and and then at the end of a reading, what I will do is, like I did for you, make a separate little recording that's like a short little meditation, which contains the essence of those frequencies, mm-hmm. what they mean. And, and I encourage people to kind of listen to it for, you know, regularly, because it will just remind you. That it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Because we do forget, don't mm-hmm. we? We, can we do. Kind of, it's a very distracting world. Oh man,
1: it's a very distracting world. It sure is. (laughs) Um, Since we're uh, exactly, but it's so important to have that silent space to receive and to not always trying to be dictating or following everything that comes towards us. We got to give the universe a break to send its messages to us. Um, We're approaching our closing time. Not quite, quite there yet. But I want to be sure to um, have you share a little bit about those resources that you had mentioned.
2: So um, one place you can go is thenametemple.com, thenametemple.com, and I have a free gift there which you can get, which just gives you a little bit more of a sense of um, how to work with your numbers, how to even get them in the first place. There's, uh, there's some guidance about that and, um, and, and a little bit of what, what it means and what the system is. So it's an introduction to this, okay, and how to work with your name. Then there's another site, uh, which is called thegiftinyourname.com, thegiftinyourname.com. And um, I've got some more resources there and a little bit more information about this work. And um, the last place you can go where we're actually, we've got a free gift as well. Um, It's called brandresonance.guru. Brandresonance dot guru okay you are you those of you that are business owners and want to do a fun test to see what is your unique instinctive genius and how that gets translated into your brand what we're doing is is working with the branding process and, and weaving numerology into that but we have a free quiz a free quiz where you can actually go and um find out a bit more about what this instinctive genius is that you have. And, and it's related to the patterns that I've seen over the years of working with people with these numbers. And we've got four different types of um, instinctive genius that we're talking about. There.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you for all those resources. Um, they are also listed on uh, Voice America Empowerment Channel, Sacred Exploration. You can find them there. And I'll also make sure to post them on the Facebook page after the show. So our time has come to an end. We're just (laughs) seconds away from closing. And uh, that was just so much fun, Rachel. I just, I know I'm not the only one that learned a lot about this ancient tool. And I hope that our listeners will take advantage of, um, of what's in a name. What's in a name? So again, thank you very much, Rachel Flower, for being with us today. The name whisper. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate
2: it. Lovely working with you.
1: Likewise. We'll do it again.
2: Yes, indeed.
1: So I want to thank you, all of our listeners, and thank you for being with me as I'm in the studio, Voice America Studio in Phoenix, Arizona. This was a real treat. And um, we'll be back next week, every Wednesday, live at five Pacific time. Again, I'm Lisa Tremont Ota, and this is Sacred Exploration.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in today for Sacred Exploration with Lisa Tremont Ota. Be sure to listen to our program again next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time, or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your week.